Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Are you still cutting your own grass? Are you still trying to get your landscaping to look perfect on your own? That sounds sweaty. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a job for Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Family-owned and operated Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy, has the quality and experience to get your yard looking its best. The Garden Center offers plants, trees, sod, mulch, rocks, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, and much more while the Lawn and Landscaping Services offers mowing, trimming, planting, and full landscaping. Visit them on their social media pages for more info. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Get your free estimate today. John. Welcome to the Pop Go Project podcast. How are you, sir? I ain't hanging in there, man. As we were just talking, dealing with a broken washer, but uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yes, from the band Keep Flying. That's right. Where are you guys from? So the band is, is New York, New Jersey based and a little splash of Pennsylvania. But during uh, the pandemic, you know, like a lot of people, everybody kind of scattered. So... We will always be a New York, New Jersey band, but currently I'm in Nashville. Our guitar player's in Asheville, North Carolina. Our singer's in Columbia, South Carolina. Our trombone player moved to Denver. And then our, our bass player's still, still Philly, and our drummer's still North Jersey, which is where home base, as far as like the show, is Long Island, which is where I'm originally from, uh, and, and still there pr- pretty often. Um, okay. Uh, but the home base, as far as like where we keep all of our gear, where we rehearse, where we write, that's all in Butler, New Jersey, which is like North Jersey, only like 40 minutes from Manhattan. Okay. You guys are pretty uh, spread out then. <laughs> pretty spread out. You know, for most people, most bands, I think that would be an impossible feat. But because we have always kind of been this way since even in the beginning when we formed, everyone was a few hours apart. It's not like we were a band that all grew up in the same town. You know I mean, like this band did not start in high school. You know, we all right. found each other later. So it's like we've always had to deal with the commute. It's just now we have to deal with flights, not just, you know, driving. Right. Well, thank God for technology, right? Correct. Um, yeah, I I don't even know how I found you guys. I um I, I feel I think it was um somebody uh that I'm friends with posted some kind of maybe a, like a pop punk video or something like that. And then I went down a rabbit hole and I found you guys keep flying. And I was like, the minute I hit play on the first song on Spotify called high cholesterol blown away. Like I was like, how have I not heard of this band before? And then I looked on the uh, monthly listens on Spotify and you guys sound like you are a band that should have a hundred thousand listens uh a month you know and like 
your Instagram, I feel like, again, you guys are a band that should have 100,000 followers. Like, that's how good your sound is. Well, I really appreciate that because ego aside, most days I also wish that those were the numbers that we were working with. Uh, and I'm doing everything I can to try and increase those numbers. But I'm, I, I lack a little bit in the um, tech area and like the social networking area the only way that i still really know how to do this is is with the live show and there's only so many people you can get with the live show if you're not supporting other artists that are larger with new fans so we did just come off of a tour with less than jake and bowling for soup which was the best tour we've ever done and we got to play to thousands of people that have never heard of our band every night and we watched all those numbers every single day increase exponentially and that was kind of like um proof in the pudding that yes that does work still the the get out there and and you know play uh does work but in the meantime i am always open to any sort of idea on trying to how to figure out how to increase um eyes and ears on on the music uh via the internet it's just i'm, I'm not very you know not bad at it i'm just not good at it either yeah, I wish I had the answer for you because, like, I mean, I've been at this podcast. It'll be two years in December. You know, I just uh, broke a hundred episodes a few weeks ago, and I mean, I struggle to to you know get those followers and listeners yeah. and and I've had some I've had some great guests. I've had you know like I told you in the in the message you know Breaking Benjamin and you know old older bands like the Verve Pipe and Cold and Everclear and it's like. You know, trying to get your YouTube subscribers up and just views on that. It's just like, it's a challenge. Right. Sometimes, and you know, the, the best advice I've gotten is just to keep putting out there and hope that one of them just gets picked up and then everything kind of rolls after that, which I do see work for other people I know that have had either on Twitch or TikTok or whatever go viral. It's always like, it starts, it's got to start somewhere and they just like yeah. hit it with. So I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll just keep, keep grinding at it. Keep trying different things out. But also ultimately it's like, I'm happy at the end of the day. If even like three people text me and they're like, dude, I just listened to that podcast you did. And it was, it was awesome. I'm like, all right, I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a challenge for sure. But I mean, I, I think, like you said, I think getting out there and, and being in front of people is like still, I mean, obviously it's not as easy as, you know, doing a TikTok video and, and going viral or things like that. Right. But, but I, I know just at a, yeah, it works. Yeah, but like being out in front of people, I was just, I was at a music conference over the, the weekend here in Scranton and, uh, I mean, the, the amount of followers and, and interaction I got just from, you know, moderating panels that I was on um, and just meeting people like face to face. Yeah. It just, yep. you know, more in more in two days than I had in, you know, two weeks. Live, live concerts. Right. That's no, what I'm saying. Like a large networking event. Someone doesn't know your art. So then they open their phone and they follow on Spotify or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. It's like, it's just a large networking event. I mean, also, it is my therapy and my favorite thing to do in the entire world. So if I can help grow the, the, the band and, you know, our message, get our message out there, which I think is pretty important. We have some pretty 
honest and um, transparent lyrics in Keep Flying, um, that that means I did my job for the day. You know what I mean? So that was that was one of the things I picked up on were the, the lyrics, and there's almost like some uh, inner turmoil in there, and. Um, there's some great ones. I, I wrote some down, and I don't think I wrote them down verbatim. Uh, I was actually driving and texting. Don't tell the cops, but um, <laughs> they're not texting, but they've taken notes. Um, uh, but there's a, a line with the, the problem with the safety net means you're still going to fall or, or something like that. Yep, that's what I thought, first. Yeah, which I thought was really neat. Um, there's no aftershock because it feels like a constant earthquake. Um, yep. Yeah. A lot of great stuff and it was funny i listened to uh, high cholesterol first and then the second song uh was candy cane forest two is that what it's called a new record yep but i'm like is this mumford and sons that that we so that so that new record we just put out in august last month it's like recomposed versions of our songs in in different kinds of genres and styles that we've never would have thought to do but again during the pandemic we were like well we want to do something and we weren't really ready to move on from our record survival that came out december 2020 because it just like a lot of records that came out in 2020 it, it kind of just sat a little bit because people weren't paying attention as often as as, as they normally are because of the sadness going on in the world right. um so that was what Revival was. It was a play on, you know, three of the songs are from Survival, hence Revival. You know, right. they go hand. And we just didn't want to move on from those songs. But we also uh, took the time to revisit some other songs. Um, Candy Came Forest 2, which is from our first record. We brought that one back. And now we've had great success playing that every night on this last tour. Because, we, you know, though we're still playing the original version and not that Mumford & Sons style version live, um, people know the song now. If they didn't know before, they know it now. So that was that, and that one we chose because it's pretty important um, lyrically. As we were talking, um, when you get to the bridge of that song, one of our, one of my favorite lines in our in any of our songs is "In Candy Cane," which is "Life can't be about just trying not to die," which I think is very important. And um, especially over the last few years, we we can't just like hyper focus on on that we have to you know we have to live and, right. and we have to just roll the dice and whatever happens today is is what it is and then you go to sleep and wake up and there's a new day tomorrow so um yeah i don't know that was kind of the theme of the last two years was like you know being afraid all the time and people are like the- you know we can't keep living like this we, like you said we have to live we can't like be afraid of of you know, how long is this going to go on for how long are we going to live like this Right. I mean, we we even coming out of it, we started booking shows like in April of 2021, not knowing, you know, remember, like it was like music was like just starting to crack back, but people were still and we we booked the release shows for that record July 31st and August 1st. And we up until that day didn't really know, even in the summer, last summer, like, are is it going to be like a okay for us to do that? Other shows were canceling. At my local venue, that whole week, shows were just not happening. And um, that was our first tour back, like all of last August. And man, every single day, every single show was awesome because the people who wanted to get out came out. Right. And um, it felt good to be back and see all these people that we hadn't seen 
you know, a lot of uh, people who were with us before the pandemic who came back, and, you know, we were all just like getting to catch up after two years. Yeah. I'm like, what have you been doing? I've been riding my bike every day. <laughs> I rode my bicycle almost every single day for a year and a half. That's pretty much one of the only things I did. Um, right. So I don't know. If people are watching or listening that aren't familiar with the band Keep Flying, um, tell me a little bit about like you know the genre, uh, so to speak, of of what Keep Flying is. So we were formed on like the ashes of all of our old bands, uh, calling it a day over the course of a few years, and we are all like the members of those said bands that wanted to keep doing music and like try like not just weekend stuff or like cover band stuff. We wanted to still do it. That's why this worked. We've gone through a couple lineup changes uh, as the band has moved on because some people have changed their mind on that. But um, we're all, we're still good with all of them. Uh, and I appreciate all the work that those guys put into the band so that we can keep, you know, be here right now. Um, but musically, it's like a lot of us came from ska and we did that with our old bands and we didn't really want to do that anymore because it never really was able to grow where any of us wanted to. And we all like other kinds of music, like melodic hardcore, and pop punk and just skate punk and things like this. So keep flying. The idea of keep flying was like, how can we be that punk band, but keep the horns because that'll be the thing that sets us apart. Sure, it's going to pigeonhole us sometimes, but like we're not writing that kind of music. It's like instead of a lead guitar part, we're having the horns play what a lead guitar part would play. Or instead of a vocal um, melody, we're having the horns do a vocal melody. Um, or instead of like, you know, the, the second guitar doing the chords, the horns are doing like these, these held out notes, kind of making like what would have been the other um, bass part or something like this. Um, so we just musically wanted to be the punk band, pop punk band with the horns. The way that I explain it to people is like Motion City Soundtrack has a keyboard and Yellow Card has a violin and Keep Flying has a saxophone and a trombone. I would never didn't tell somebody who wants to call us like a ska band that we're not, but like by definition, we don't have any upstrokes in our music. It's not. It's not really that. It's it's a punk band with horns, yeah. Um, and and we have you know treated the band in that way. We don't really ever play with the ska bands too often. Though when we do, we're happy because you know there, there aren't many anymore, and it's fun to do that because we all love those bands that still exist. Like, like I'm saying, we just went on tour with Les and Jake's one band that everyone in our band can agree on we all love which is not the, always the case with bands we we like it's not usually six out of six yeah and it's one of the best experiences i've ever had and a dream for me and my and everyone my drummer my singer everybody's like this is a dream come true to play with us and jay we love seeing these guys since we were i was in high school taking the train to roseland ballroom in manhattan like you kidding me yeah uh, but we're also trying to do the things like, you know, we've been we've been fortunate enough to play some shows with Story so far and Four Year Strong, Set Your Goals and um, uh, State Champs. And, and we've had success there, too, like playing to those, you know, a little bit younger crowd who, um, 
never seen a band with horns. We get to be that band for some of those people. And lately, we've been trying to play with like the older punk bands. Like, like we did some shows with Bouncing Souls and, and a show with Lagwagon. And I feel like everyone said the same thing to us after the set every night, which was, you guys remind me of this band like in 2004. Or you remind me of this band from the Tony Hawk Pro, you know, Pro Skater um, soundtrack. Like 2000, you remind me of 2006 Warp Tour, like things like that, which I take as a massive compliment because, heck, man, if this makes you feel young and this makes you feel energized, that's all I care about because I want to feel young and I want to be energized. So, so I'm glad that it's having that effect on people and people are able to like, you know, move around and feel good because that that's all we, we, we want from this. We want people to be able to like leave their shitty day behind and spend 20 to 40 minutes during our set, just having a good time and just vibing and feeling the music. And, and we try not to talk too much on stage. We try to play the songs and get as many songs as we can in, in however long of a, of a, a window we have so that people can get more from the experience and we bust our asses up there, we break our backs and our knees up there. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's the only way we know how to perform is, is all in it's all in or nothing. Yeah. I mean, everything that you're saying right now is everything that I thought <laughs> literally, let oh. I me mean, like, I, I immediately uh, was less than Jake, but not as, not as ska. Right. Um, and I, I thought to myself, this is like early two thousands, but like modernized to an extent, um, you know, not only less than Jake, but, um, you know, the starting line, which was, you know, big back in the early two thousands. Um, you know, even like the, there's a hint of the wonder years in there. Yeah. Um, so, so it's funny that you were able to play with, uh, or you just got off tour with less than Jake and then Bowling for soup, who actually a member of Bowling for soup was my first guest when I launched this podcast. That's amazing. Yeah. And they were, they treated us like family from day one, which was again, you never know. Yeah. Those, those bands are rock stars. They've been they've been bands for over twenty years. Less than Jake, thirty years. Bowling for Soup, twenty eight, I believe. These are rock stars. They treat us like gold, and, and you know that that goes a long way with me. I, I am someone who has worked for a lot of bands over the years as crew. I've toured when I wasn't playing my own music. I was touring with other bands, helping them live their dream, and I have had a lot of not that experience. Um, you know, with, with some of these older, um, bands. Um, so when you meet the ones that are genuine and, and care, it's, it's you, you don't forget it ever. Um, so I felt very blessed to be there. Uh, you know, but yeah, all the other bands you mentioned are bands that either some, some people in my band love or everyone loves, or we take influence from musically when we're writing, you know? Um, so yeah, you I mean, you nailed it. You guys, you guys nailed it. I mean, if you're saying that you guys kind of like collected everything together, like you guys nailed it. And like the horns, I don't know if I said this already, but the horns is what really brought me in. And I don't know if it's because you don't hear it a lot. So when you do hear it, it kind of like, you know, really piques your interest or if I'm getting older and I kind of appreciate, you know, different instruments more now than before. But I mean, the horns was what really did it for me. I mean, there's a band called uh, Trophy Eyes. They have a song. I forget what the name of the song is. Um, but there's a, a huge buildup and then the horns just come in and it's like, it, it soars. It's, it's just so, such a cool, cool moment. That's the Australian band. 
Is it? I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with like their background, but yeah, yeah. I think they've but. done work. Like I've, I've, I've had some off days with them on Warp Tour. Oh, cool. Yeah, I actually Great. have a very good memory memory of being in Lake Raystown with them in Pennsylvania. Lake Raystown. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar. I'm not. No. Middle of Pennsylvania, great campground spot for the summertime, and we had an off day. We went there, and uh, we were cliff jumping, and with, I was with those guys in that band, um, and one of the bands I was working for at the time, and it was a, a great day, very yeah. great day. That sounds awesome. Very vivid memory of that. <laughs> that band, cliff jumping. Cheers. There you go. Uh, in addition to all that, you guys just seem like a really, really like fun um band who like takes chances i watched a few of your videos um even that one uh song for uh candy cane forest uh too i think you guys were like dressed up like yeah we went all in with the gimmick we were like let's just let's just go on we were actually supposed to shoot at a farm okay and pouring rain that morning so we moved it into our rehearsal space which is like the garage cleared everything out because we had no choice it was either do a video that day or we're not going to have a video for the song. And so um, I wish that we had been able to do the farm, but our boy who did the video um, at Death Scythe and from Syracuse, he, he uh, Patrick, he crushed it. He did the, you know, he did what he could with the space that we had. But yeah, we were all in, man. We were, I was scouring for outfits, hats, like figure out how to make this really, really be the part. Um, and we had a lot of fun doing that. So, yeah. And you guys have been a band for how long now? 2016 we started. Okay. So, I mean, it's still fairly new. Fairly new if you remove pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Year five, if you're looking at it like that. Sure, sure. And what were your thoughts during the pandemic? I mean, obviously, like, I, I hate talking about it because, like, I'm sick of it. But also, like, um, you know, it was, it was two years of our lives. And then, you know, coming from a, a musician, it's like, all of our shows got taken away and you know, you, you watch dates come off, you know, fall off the calendar and it's like, will we ever play again? Who knows? Like, you know, what, what's, what the fuck's um, going to happen? I, so I was still working for some bands at the time and we were like getting updates every couple of weeks on like the dates have been moved to this month. I, I was really under the impression many times that I was going back to work. I, I was like convinced like, okay, this will be over by June. It'll be over by August. It'll be over by... And I, I just kept being optimistic about it until like January of 2021 where I was like, oh, we're never going back. I, it went the other way. I was like, we were chilling at my house, I think, uh, in New York. And it was just like, we're never going back. What do you mean? It's been so long. How could we possibly go back now? Like that's... It, it switched. But for Keep Flying... I mean, we did what a lot of bands did, man. We 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 came up with like a, a live streaming schedule, and we were just every single day we were getting on there. We were trading off. Each member was doing some something on the Instagram or the Facebook Live, trying to stay engaged with our fans who were also just sitting at home. Or some some people kept working, but a lot of people were home. And um, we did write during that time as well, so that was good. We went to the studio during that time as well, which was also good. Um, and we put out a record. We still rolled out a record, man. And you know what? We we Survival came out December 2020. We did a variant that was limited to 100 on vinyl where we did this, this gimmick where we went to 
um, a bunch of the places that we normally play in and stood outside of the venues that we normally play at and sold copies of the record in masks with gloves in the winter in January. And people came like we had, we had five to 10 people show up in each of these places because we, we were like trying to do what can we do? That's something, but still like, you know, be safe about it. You know, it, it, it was really hard. Um, but we, we did that and people loved it. I know that people loved it because I had manager friends hit me up and tell me, Hey, I'm going to rip off your idea. One of the bands I manage has a record coming out. I'm going to do the same thing. Are you, I just make letting you know, I'm like, Oh, please do. You should, you should get out there, wear the mask, go to the venues, stay outside, be five feet apart, sell them the vinyl, make it cool for them and, and make it a cool experience for these fans who are willing to leave their house you know, in the winter to come say hi. Right. I think the pandemic really uh, showed us or not everyone, but a lot of people, how resilient we can be and how uh, adaptable we are. And uh, so many of us, uh, I hate the word, uh, but pivot, you know, it's, it's like we, you know, we can't be stopped if we don't want to be right. Right. So. Yeah. No, we, we were definitely like, Let's just do everything we can. Yeah. We did a live, we did a live stream as well, um, which was hilarious because we did it with our buddy, AJ from Yonkers. And he had started like a live streaming business and we were his guinea pig. So we ran into all the issues and we were just having a blast. We were laughing. We had a TV on the ground that was reading us the comments. At one point, the sound stopped. We were just all cracking up. It's like a stand-up comedy bit, playing the songs. People were having fun. Like we we put on our same shows that people were there jumping up and down, screaming, sweating. And I was just like, after I was, I'm so glad we did that because the ninety something or 101 people, whatever it was, that watched, it was like this is so cool, man, that we had a hundred people tune in to 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 like our show. Yeah, you know. Now, do you think you were able to really connect with your? your audience do you think you were able to also uh reach new people doing those things i don't think we reached new people um but but our people stuck around and and i i will they will never understand how much that means to us because like a lot of businesses and bands coming out of the pandemic nobody knew if their business was going to last whether you were a band or a restaurant or you know a uh, paper copying business like you didn't know if your business was going to continue to thrive and m- a lot didn't a lot went away died closed up boarded, yeah uh, put wood up manhattan was sad mm-hmm. so many boarded up buildings and we also had you know all the riots black lives matter so it was just it was really dark in manhattan it was a very sad time and um just driving around like nobody on the street all, all boarded up and you're just like wow well this is a this is the timeline. This is real, man. Um, Did some of that stuff have to happen? Yes, clearly. But also, you know, you never want to see it go that way. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm so grateful that people stuck around because a lot of new artists speaking musically, a lot of new art started during the pandemic. 
like via TikTok and the internet. Like we were talking when we started this interview, and I was definitely like, "Well, we may be washed away by these younger uh, folks who are able to like figure it out on that those platforms," which I was having a really hard time doing. Um, but here we are. We pushed through, and we're finding our way. And we we've got a new record that's currently being mixed. That's we're going to drop early next year. And we put out Revival and we're touring on that. We're waiting for a few other things this year and hope, hopeful for things next year. And we're just happy to be alive and that sometimes we get to take off from work to play live music. Like, I really can't ask for a better life at the moment. Like, I'm very, very fortunate to be able to do that still at yeah. 36. So. For sure. Now, did you end up leaving Manhattan or the New York area to yeah. Nashville because of the pandemic? Um. Not because of the pandemic. I, I still am. I'm back and forth between Nashville and um, Long Island. My partner is here uh, in Nashville and and my family is on Long Island. So, you know, like any long distance thing, we've just had to figure out how to make it work. I would say I we did look at the calendar. I do spend more time in Nashville than I do New York now um, because that is what I have to do. Um that's how I have to split my time now. But I'm Italian, you know, raised Roman Catholic with a big family, many siblings, and my grandparents raised me. And so it is very important that I am there on Long Island as often as I can be. So I'm still there. And who knows what, what happens next. Right. Uh, but now, no, I did, not, I did not leave because of the pandemic. Um, I would say that I did start spending more time down here. Like, it, you know, it happened that way for sure. Mm -hmm. I could for the first time in my life I was off and not touring for the first time since I was 19 right so um, yeah are all of your relationships long distance <laughs> like the people in my life yeah I'm, 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 much, I'm making I'm making a joke pretty much yeah. I would say like on Long Island I only have a couple friends left I mean there's some of my closest friends ever but most people have left there there's still some homies in, in Manhattan and Brooklyn, but a lot of people left there as well. Nashville, funny enough, so many people have moved here that I have more friends here in Nashville than probably anywhere I've ever been. Um, so that's that's kind of um, present. My best friend and his girlfriend just moved here. Um, so that's nice. Um, but like, yeah, even my bandmates, I mean, like, but I I'm just so used to it now. My drummer is one of my closest friends in my whole life. He lives in New, New Jersey. We make the two-hour drive to hang out, even when we're not on tour. I, it just feels normal now, right? Like two hours, just it, in my mind. I'm so used to doing these. It's not you know, a lot. The Salt Lake Drive is nine hours. I'm so used to like that. Oh, that's long. Like two hours. Like, oh, who cares? Right. I'll drive an hour. And I'll fly anywhere. Any. I'll take any flight or drive anywhere two hours to hang out with somebody, even if it's two days. Um, because I'm just so used to that. I'm sure other people are not. As I've had this conversation with people, with that sucks. I'm like, dude, that's all I know. So it's like, yeah. there's no pain there for me at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I I'm like one of those guys. Two hours is like nothing. Three hours is pushing it. Four hours, like, I don't want to do it. I mean, I, I drove to Maine one time with my wife, and that was like brutal. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, four hours is long. Yeah, it gets there. Well, uh, even when it's 3.46, I'm like, ah, it's not so bad. 
speaking as far as tour goes, anything under four hours is not a drive. I consider that minimal. If mm-hmm. it's under two hours, I consider that zero. It's very interesting. Like me being a like a vagrant, two hours is zero. Take two hours off of any drive, and that's the amount of time that my brain sees it as. Like a two-hour drive is nothing. Right. Or a five-hour drive is like three hours in my brain. That's why, like, when you start hitting 10 hours, that's when it's like, oh, 10 yeah. hours. That's like eight hours. That's crazy. Yeah, that's you know? a full day of work. Like, right. <laughs> the- right. But-, um, but two hours or less, man, that's, that is, might as well be zero in my mind. Yeah. Now, have you guys been able to utilize the fact that you're in different uh, areas of the world um, when it comes to, you know, connecting with, you know, people in those areas? So everybody's involved in music outside of the band in some capacity. So some of us work for venues in different ways. Some of us work for other bands in different ways. So we are able to network like that mm-hmm. in our different quadrants. Like Henry's been bartending at a venue in Columbia. So I'm sure that it comes up in combo when he's talking to patrons. Like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm, a, I'm a band myself, you know. Oh, cool. Check it out. That's cool. Um, it does make it a little bit, again, we when we're headlining, which we do more than I wish we did. But, like, when we're – I we love it. So we're, I'm not going to be upset about it. But we'd always love to – we'd always rather be supporting playing new people. Um, but uh, – we're able to book our tours like we change the dip the routes where we start so that way we can make it easier for certain members like sometimes we start in the northeast or end in the northeast sometimes we start or end in the carolinas so that way the two of our guys who are in the carolinas can just get dropped off to us by their wives and make it easier you know what i mean right uh, i don't know we've been made the only one that's like the hard one is ricky because he's in denver hmm. denver is like no matter what he's always got to fly right He's, he's been the one that's the most willing to just throw his trombone in the overhead and get on the flight with a backpack <laughs> and be like stoked to do it. So yeah. thank thank God for him every day. For sure. No, that's it's funny because I, I asked that question because I, when I was uh, speaking or, or moderating the panels uh, last weekend for the music conference, um, a lot of bands we were talking about like you know how to kind of. Um, uh, conquer your your local scene and then kind of break out from there and members were like hey like we have members here and we have members in different states like how where do you say you're from like what area would you would you try and you know uh plant your your flag first uh so i I wanted to ask that question because it it i mean as far as like okay so this is a very interesting combo because you can go two ways here you want to just be proud of where you're from then just and you're excited about it then that's just where you're from you want to say you're from fort wayne indiana go ahead like be stoked and be the band that's from fort wayne indiana but um if you're looking at it as like a business standpoint music business standpoint for some reason when you use a bigger city there's an allure allure there and people just for some reason like it's got the stamp of approval on it. Same with like when you're signed to a label, suddenly some people just take your project more seriously because they're like, well, they've got the label signing off on it. So it must be important. It must be good. It's like, not necessarily a lot of labels that I know sign a lot of crap that (laughs) 
that they think might work and it doesn't work at the end of the day it's all business right it's all right. business so just like you're if you're a real if you're somebody who's in real estate and you're buying and selling property not every single property that you're going to buy is going to you know turn a profit sometimes you make a mistake oops so for keep flying we we have we have and always will say that we're from new york new jersey because we have we are all from new york and new jersey originally and that though we've now moved we're not going to not say that that's where the band is from because that's our attitude sure. that's our attitude in the music that's our attitude on stage and that's our attitude when we're having conversations like we are right now mm-hmm. i'm a new york person through and through i'm an empire state person i lived there 36 years i, I don't think that's ever going to leave at this point um just like my singer is a Jersey person through and through, and he will always be a New Jersey person, even though he's now in South Carolina, among, you know, with a sea of New Jersey people like Charlotte, like Orlando and South Florida. These are all New York, New Jersey people that have relocated. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but man, you got to do what your heart tells you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there are bands that come out of small cities that they, they, you know, uh, Look at Knock Loose, you know, Oldham County, Connecticut. It's like, uh, um, Kentucky. It's like, they'll always be that. They put that on the map. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Not yeah. everyone can say they did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not what, everyone can be Slipknot. It's, oh, we're from, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Who comes from there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of bands will just say or move LA, New York. Yeah. I go, you know, yep. Um, but but you instantly get respect when you you know for some reason it's like built into the brain. It's like people all, oh, you're from New York. Oh, oh, it's like I mean, I'm from the beach on Long Island. Right. I don't live in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Never did. Would never claim that I that I lived there. Um, but I grew up on food stamps and free meals at school. So it's like. At the same time, like we all had, we all had our struggles. You know, I don't know. I'm going into a tangent here. Uh, I, I got you, man. I got you. Claim where you want to claim. I got claim you. Claim want to claim. If it feels right, it's right. If you feel like you, sh- you know, you should be claiming someplace that's closer, claim it. Right. But when we play those markets where everyone lives now, we do call them home markets on stage. We just played Denver. We were able to say we're home. Ricky lives there. We sure. are home. We play Columbia, South Carolina, same thing. We could say that we're home. We are home. Or my singer has a, owns a house there. We're home. You know what I mean? We don't need to write it on the internet because we don't need to hear the comments from the trolls being like, that's not where you're from. <laughs> right. All good. Yeah. What I think um, is cool, what I think is cool too, uh, we, we were talking at the conference that um, uh, how if you are in a band and you want to try and get to the next level, like maybe, maybe not don't work at office max during the day and then be in a band at night or on the weekend, like, like work in the field, whether it's, you know, for a venue as a, as a doorman or as a bartender for a venue or whatever it might be. And that's kind of cool hearing you guys kind of, you know, reinforcing that to a degree. Four out of six of the band members and keep flying work in the music industry. Yeah. It's awesome. Henry, uh, works like I said at the Senate as a bartender, and also at AKT, which is a merch company that mostly does bands, large artists. 
out of Orlando, as a, and he's a salesperson for AKT. So he's constantly on the phone with other musicians every day. Um, Chuck is also involved as a in this city of Philadelphia as a union worker for loading and also as a uh, merch rep for uh, Live Nation. Um, Ricky does the same thing at the summit in Denver. He's there right now doing merch this for the next three days for Anne Berlin. Like sometimes he's security, sometimes he's on merch. And then I tour manage bands and also do merch and also drum tech and whatever comes up on uh, drive as well sometimes for uh, other larger artists um, since 2009. So four of us, like we're, we're all in on that. Um, yeah. And not for nothing, my other guitar player has been looking for guitar tech jobs on the road, as well as my drummer has been looking, you know, he's basically told me to put, keep him in mind when, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but there's a company called Bandwagon, which is basically like smaller buses. You don't need a CDL to drive them. And there's a shortage of drivers. So there's a lot of bands that are looking for these, um, looking for people to drive these bandwagons. Um, and I've been submitting his name because he's like, dude, I don't really want to Uber. Right. I got to drive and make more money and like be involved in the music. Cool. So pretty much all of us are like in that. Yeah. I agree. Though I would also say there's nothing wrong with having other hobbies because though the music industry is a blessing, it's also very poisonous. And I would understand why somebody would want to have a separate life from it so that they can have that balance and reset. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. That's a, lot a, cool of a lot of politics. <laughs> industry. I've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. I've seen a lot of shit in my day. That's not a brag. It's just, I've seen a lot of shit. I'd love to write a book one day with a lot of the shit that I've seen. Yeah. Um, it's politics. It's business. You don't think about it. As a fan of live music, you don't think about it. And you shouldn't. And I pray that everybody who loves, who has a favorite band, does not think about the business behind that artist, whoever it is. Because when the business starts coming in, a lot of, there's a, there can be a lot of, you know, a lot of negativity, a lot of bullshit in there, a lot of politics, and you don't want to know. You're better to be ignorant to it. I promise. Promise. So you wouldn't recommend finding out how the sausage is made? No, I would not. <laughs> Unless you're trying to get involved. Yeah. Which case you're going to have to learn. And you probably learn real quick. You'll have good experiences and you'll have bad ones. And you'll start to figure out what is acceptable uh, you know, for you, for your own persons, and what, what kind of thing you want to be involved in. Or not involved in, if that makes sense. I'm being very honest right Dude, now. Dude, I, well, I feel, I, I, I literally feel like I've, like, you were part of the conference that I was at. Like, um, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Neil Rubenstein. Brother, I've known him my whole life. He was there. Yeah, he was one of the, the, the speakers. I kind of, I, I had a feeling you might. We, um, we have worked together many times because he used to be running several of the venues on Long Island. Yep. He did the production. He did the day to day management. So I worked with him many, many times. And he's, you know, he's a a very kind friend in my life. And I'm very proud of him for doing his stand up yeah. full time. I, I I couldn't. I was so ecstatic to see. I'm going to commit to this the same way I'm committing to keep flying. He's like, I'm all in on traveling full time, being a stand up comedian. I was like, that is awesome, man. Good for you. Yeah. And he's seen a lot of shit more than me. <laughs> That was the consensus over the weekend. I, you know, the, one of the guys, 
Yeah. Neil and uh a guy from CI Records, Jeremy Weiss. Um yeah, it was a great weekend. And it's so, and it's just cool. I, I feel like we were just kind of continuing the conversation from the that. So that's funny. Some people like you, some people hate you. Yeah. That's free. Some people like you for no reason. Some people like you for a specific reason, mm-hmm. and some people dislike you for a reason or not. It's really like it, pretty <laughs> brutal. But once once you just accept that that's what it is, and you 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 let your skin get thicker. I was actually talking saying this today when we were going to Home Depot. Once the once the skin gets thicker, you're able to brush things off. You're able to, things just bounce off you. You're able to just like not be affected or you know overthink or stress about something or get anxious or you know because that's just all it is you got to be able to go to bed at night and like leave leave it at the door yeah well it was funny because a lot of the guys that were have been in the industry and i was like i was the moderator so they kept saying like find something else do something else like to to the audience right and um i knew what they were saying right so i kind of like brought it back and uh, I kind of called them out uh, in a funny way that they, they make it sound so negative. So that way they could kind of like come back and talk about like how rewarding it can be and how just like as much as they joke about it. And it's kind of going with what you said, like it, it could be everything you want it to be and it could be everything, you know, you don't want it to be, but it's, it's there. It's real. It's, it's, uh, it could be scary. It could be uh, wonderful. It changed my life, and I'll never. Uh, th- this is just who I'm going to be now, forever. Um, well, I won't say that because we're always all growing and and changing. Though some people feel that um, not everyone is allowed to have that, which is seemingly in, um, asinine and insane. Um, but we're all growing and learning and changing. Um, and. The one thing that I will say, if I was at that conference, I would say something along the lines of once you find what works for you in this industry or any, just try to emulate what the, do it your way. Right. Like you find the ways that the, the people that you like or look up to, whether it's their music business ethics or um, how they run business or musicians in general, and you can emulate, but also while emulating, find your own way. Because like I, I was saying, I do things my way and it gives me peace in the music industry. It's like, I'm able to go to bed at night knowing, well, I did my best today um, with, with whatever I was project I was working on and I cannot, that's it. I have to accept I did my best. It may not have been perfect. I'm a human being, but I did my best and I'm going to go to bed now and I'll wake up tomorrow and try again tomorrow. Um, Which I think is important that we, so many people in this industry, the stress, man, our wrinkles just come faster mm-hmm. and deeper and wider because of the stresses. I mean, even if you're if you're in the industry on the touring side, it's like, man, we're not sleeping that well. We're not eating that great. We're getting working 20 hours a day sometimes. It's like um, that adds up. Sure. And so just everyone in this world, get involved. But also keep in mind balance, have other things as well so that you can take a break and um, just be kind to yourself physically and mentally. Take take the break when you realize that you're overwhelmed. That's all. I wouldn't, It's not a negative place to be in, 
every 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 everything business is going to have anything anything of the arts is going to have that because the arts is harder than anything else right it always has been that way it's why public school the arts are the first thing cut when there's a budget because it's never taken as serious as other things it never will be you're always as an artist in whatever capacity you're trying to find your niche group of people whether it be 50 or or 5 million that are down with what it is that you're doing right it's subjective yeah correct yeah. so it's always going to be harder but it, but the reward is that much greater if you find the success not with the numbers but with the way that you might change someone's day for me, man, it takes one person sending a message to the Keep Flying Instagram. I just saw you tonight in this city, and man, you were my the best opening band I've seen in, in 10 years, and you made me feel so good, and the lyrics of this song, I went home and I listened, and man, it really, it made me choke up, and, and thank you for, for your art. That's it. That's enough for me. I can read that message, and I can say out loud, well, I, I feel success today, and I'm mm-hmm. going to out a successful musician successful yeah well i mean <clears throat> i want to take a second real quick to, to yeah. plug something that i'm doing because you mentioned um you know the arts and in, in, in schools and things like that uh I, I once this airs i will be it'll be right before this happens or maybe in the middle of it but i'm i'm teaming up with a local brewery to brew a beer and then the 100% of the proceeds from the sale of that beer is going to um, benefit the uh, junior high and, and senior high music programs for the high school that I went to. That's amazing. Because and I, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to like kind of like jump in there with that, but like that's your that, the reason I'm doing it is because those are always the first programs to get cut. Always, you always. Know? So I was, I'm, I'm doing my best to use my platform for you know good and. Now, I can't thank uh, the brewery, um, Back Mountain Brewing Company uh, in Dallas, uh, Pennsylvania, um, for for even entertaining the idea. Um, you know, I, I'm a nobody. Uh, I just, I'm just trying to, to do some good in the world, you know? Right now, for kids that might be robbed of, of that, you know, that impressionable age, if they don't mm-hmm. have the arts, they might never open up that part of their mind, yeah. ever. There's people that say that that, that saved their life, you know, like save uh, mine. Oh, save mine. Yeah. I didn't even know that I was depressed. I didn't even know. I had no idea because I was going to all these co- shows in my, t- in like one town over from me as a kid, local bands. They were only a couple years older than me. Changed everything, changed everything. Gave me a safe place. People like-minded people. I, this was before cell phone. So it, you know, you know, you were alive mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Um, didn't have anything, so it was like I needed those shows. I needed that. I needed those bands to be playing those mu- their music live, so I had something to do. So I didn't even know that I was depressed. Yeah. Um, music is powerful, man. I couldn't imagine like not having that. My mom all the time. She's a teacher, an art teacher. All the time, they're worried about like, oh, they're gonna cut. They're gonna cut, which means we're gonna have to lay off some of the art teachers first. It's like always how, how it goes, the arts and the music, you know, the extracurricular, though it shouldn't be at this point. No, it's, it's music and arts are so powerful. And, and like you're saying, they can, you know, change your life. And <clears throat> right. 
mean, if I can be a small part of that, I mean, I definitely want to be. And I work for a company called Axelrad Screen Printing. We're going to print some T-shirts. Awesome. Um, and people can buy those, and you know, uh, money from that's going to go towards the 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 program too. So, yeah, I mean, it just it's important. Yeah, just like they tried to they told me when I was a student that it was important that I learned about World War One. Sure, you're right. the arts are just as important right you know it needed to open that up like thank god i had a a music teacher in third grade and i started playing the drums thank god i knew like what that was like i don't know that's how again like i said performing now for me is therapy it's a 30 minute therapy session i get a lot of emotions out when we perform i if i didn't have that in, in school I would have never probably picked up the saxophone. I would have never started. Who knows? Yeah. Hard to say. Thank God that wasn't the way that it went. So we need more programs like that, to be honest. For sure. Math. It's cool to know math. And I I did. Yeah. I was was in advanced math classes. I was a math and science geek. Same. But if you're you can get through life with, you know, basic knowledge of math. Right. A lot of the math that we were doing, I'm looking, I'm thinking back, I'm going calculus. Yeah. Algebra. I I mean, I didn't end up using this. I didn't end up needing this in life because I go down a career path. You know, I needed music theory. Thank God that I had that class. Yeah. Thank had that class now transposing music with rick when we're writing horn parts is much easier because i had those classes right like those stuck with me so i don't yeah. know i don't think people realize like writing music is not like easy no, <laughs> I mean, there's... It's, all, it's there's also you know for some not all but math is involved in music as well mm-hmm. a lot of math and so i, I don't know right. we we that they it should just public school systems should keep the arts as just as important as the rest of the curriculum that is an opinion that i have that will never change so 100 yeah there's no reason they should be cutting that fine but cut it somewhere else cut it somewhere else and i'm not saying cut it in the sports either i'm not one of those guys. i know i know it's, I'm not it's... One of those I, I, I want those kids to be able to do that too man right I mean, sports saves other people's lives. I mean, it just, Correct. it's, yeah. I played football. I, I loved playing football. I loved it. Yeah. You know, I didn't love the weight room. <laughs> I stopped ultimately, but I loved the few, the couple of years I played football. I loved it. Yeah. Then I loved doing marching band for the football games. I loved it. I loved it. I loved being there. I had a great time. Um, so I don't know. There's gotta be a better way. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately, we won't be able to figure it out tonight. <laughs> but you're, you're, you know, what you were just talking about. I know we've derailed completely here, but you're doing a great thing. Thank you for right for your for your local school. That that's really great. That's a really impressive thing. It's never it's never a derailment. That's one of the reasons I like doing this because I I, I want to talk about more than just music. The the idea of this whole thing is to, yes, we're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about what you have going on. We're going to talk about your history as a band and history as a person. But let's talk about like just real life shit, like stuff that we're going through, stuff that we're witnessing, stuff that we're living through. It's um, 
one of the reasons I really love doing this. So thank you for, I mean, offering that. Of course. But uh, I won't keep you much longer. Um, it's getting late, I know. But um, keep flying. Where did that name come from? Two things. One, it's a positive affirmation that everyone can get behind. You see it on a T-shirt. You might not even know it's a band. It's just a like a plaque from Marshalls. You walk into Marshalls and see Live, Laugh, Love. You could also see one that says Keep Flying. Keep Flying. I like right? that. So that's one. Two, Henry and his brother at the time, who was started the band with us as well, um, the three of us, uh, we really love a television program called Firefly, sci-fi program that only had one season. And um, then they ended up canceling it and they kickstarted or whatever it was, um, money to make a movie, which ended up being Serenity. Keep Flying is uh, part of the monologue uh, in the show, Firefly. Um if you're a sci-fi nerd, uh, or you know, or Josh Whedon, Josh Josh Whedon nerd, you you can check out Firefly. You can just type in Firefly, keep flying, and it'll be right there for you. You can see the monologue, you can hear where it's said, um, you can see the logo, you can see the plane. Uh, we we have the the um, the uh, um, the symbols on our paper airplane logo. They 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 say Serenity. Um, it's it's all tied in with that with that show. Got it. Is Josh Whedon the guy that did uh, X Files? Did he do X Files? I don't know. Did, the name yeah. sounds familiar. I just He's don't done, know. A lot, done a lot. I think the internet hates him now, but he has done a lot of um, TV and movie, and uh, you know, just a lot of pop culture stuff. All good. It is what it is. But the show was very important to us and that's where the another part of the, the you know where the name comes from we, we always tell people sure people ask, but it's more so now taking on a life of its own as far as the positive affirmation you know what i mean that's cool it's a thing you could say i sign off a lot of our facebook posts which just put his name and it's like there you go get off your ass and just yeah deal with the day and then move forward and keep flying it's a very easy thing to to it's a very easy way for me to promote us who are positive people super yeah. positive maybe even toxic positive sometimes i've heard that a few times in my life sure so in my head i was even like thinking like uh i'll probably be like really like goofy and, and also sign off by you know thanking you and saying and uh yeah keep flying bud that's it <laughs> i mean people do it to us all the time yeah and they're laughing i'm like no i mean it's just a nice thing to say but it is it's fucking great i love it do your thing, man. Like, just do your thing. So, yeah, you mentioned that uh, we can expect new music from you early next year. Yeah, so the record's being mixed right now, and I would say that we will drop the first single, like, as soon as possible. January. That's cool. Maybe, like, you know, as you know, the music industry shuts, shuts down, like, mid-December through mid-January. So we're yep. thinking, like, right at the crack of mid-January, we'll, st- we'll dump the first song out. That way we're, hey, it's 2023 and we've got real music. We're bouncing back from Revival, which was like fun for us to do, but it wasn't any, wasn't any new music. Here you go. This is where we're going with the band now. This is the current lineup. We've got, I'm doing more vocals. Uh, we got another guitar player who's like shredding on the record. Like we've, we've added and changed some things. So we're excited to get people um, up, to, up to speed with where we're going with the band. 
That being said, we have not compromised our sound. We've okay, just, good. Just we've just added more. You know, right. we've added more influence. If you like Thrice or you like Comeback Kid, we've added a little bit of that kind of stuff. If you like, you know, Pennywise, we've added a little bit of that. But if you if you're still like a Wonder Years head or Starting Line, like you said, or Newfound Glory, we still got plenty of that. Sweet. And we've got uh, about three months left. A little bit left. of Jeff Rosenstock on there, even. Like, a little bit of slow, like, um, indie rock kind of okay from, from the heart stuff as well. Like, we're trying a bunch of things because we don't care. We're going to just write the music we want to write, and hopefully people like it. That's the vibe I got. That's the vibe that I love. You know, you guys are like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to have fun doing it. And, you know, hopefully people like it along the way. Yep. We, we, we do it for us. I yeah. mean, and everyone. But at the end of the day... It's if we love this, we're releasing it. We ain't shelving this. Right. You know what I mean? Which a lot of artists don't have the luxury of doing when they're on some of these labels that they hear the songs and go, oh, no, we're not putting that out. We'll shelve. Well, you got to take those three songs off the record. It doesn't work. (laughs) Not us. No. So. Um, There's about three months left of the year. Um, Anything planned as far as shows go or any any more small tours? or We're supporting... It's funny. This was a Bowling for Soup and Less Than Jake month. And now and then next month, October, we're supporting all heavy bands, metalcore bands. Like October 7th, we're in Maine supporting In Spirit, which is the new Vanna, which is a big um, Massachusetts, Rhode Island band that's been around for forever. And then the next day, we're supporting Folly, on Long Island, which is a metalcore band from New Jersey that's doing like a couple of reunion shows. And then in Montreal, we're supporting Drain and Koyo and Life's Question, which is a, a, just a hardcore show. Um, we're announcing a few more Canadian dates uh, for October, like I think tomorrow or Monday. And then November 19th, we just announced uh, again the other side of that spectrum. We're doing a show at Starland Ballroom with Goldfinger, Cash 22. Mustard plug, planet space, like a big ska show, which we're happy to be included on. Sure. You know? Goldfinger is I think some of our stuff sounds like Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. I think we, we you could put us as similar artists. Yeah. We're very pumped to play with those bands because we never get to play those shows because those shows don't really happen that often. Right. Don't play very often. I don't think Catch 22's done a show since pre-pandemic. So we love that band and before then, they were only doing like two shows a year. Like, honored to play with some of these bands. So, and then we're, we're waiting to hear about a few things that could pop up. Um, otherwise, we'll have some of our own shows in like late November, December time. And then our, our, our annual holiday show is how we close the year out. And this year, it falls on New Year's Eve. So we have our big home show at Amityville Music Hall, New Year's Eve. Dropping the lineup soon. It's been announced for months. Um, it's the official release date for Revival. We're going to play the whole record front to back that way, as well as our normal set. So we're excited about that. Um, and we'll ring in the new year with all of our folks. And then it's a good way to start 2023, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Excited. We got to get you guys uh, East Coast. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're on the East Coast, but. Um, Wilkes Bear Scranton area, maybe some Philly dates. Philly, I think in November, December, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. Allentown, we're going to play again November, December. All right. That's good. Uh, Allentown's 
Like 45 minutes from me. I like that. Right, a few times. We've played some shows there. It's never been the best. And then we did a uh, show in Wilkes-Barre a few years ago that there's, it's a, like our, our singer could not make the show. And it's on YouTube. Normally we don't like to talk about it, but it's up there. Somebody, some media company filmed that whole set and it's bizarro because we had to like come up with splitting up the vocal duties for that show. And it's just like one of those ones that you're like, wow, I wish this one was just not up here. In Wilkes-Barre? I'll have to try to find that. Oh yeah, it's in Wilkes-Barre. It was that smaller place. I can't remember. Transit? No, that's Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, something. It's um, up there. I would love for you to. You probably that. use the band name, and Henry will hate hate me for doing this, but um, I won't share it. I won't share it. But probably YouTube. Keep flying Wilkes-Barre, and there it is. You the whole set of us old lineup. I think me and Peter were the only two um, on during that set that are still in the band. What year uh, do you think? 2018? I think. think. What venue would even be open at that point? It was small. Yeah. And we were playing with a band called Rich People um, from, from Philly or South Jersey um, and a few other bands. It was like the show that they had booked. Hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with the promoter. But, you know, we have fun. We always do. Sure. But we come back after that because I don't really know anybody there. Right. That, that, that would book us. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't fit on any of the bills. I see the shows go there, but it's nothing that we would be, like, um, trying to, to shoot for because it's a little too outlandish from what we're doing. Right. Got it. Well, if people want to learn more about you guys, where can they go? Keep Flying Band on all the socials or Spotify, Keep Flying, or Apple Music, YouTube page. We have, like, almost all of our songs have a video. A lot of them are funny. Mm -hmm. so, um, mm -hmm. TikTok is up there. Henry and Chuck run the TikTok. I don't even have TikTok, so I abstain from that. They, they, did, they deal with it. But, yeah, we're on there. We're on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Twitter, not so much, because it's, it's Twitter, man. It's kind of... Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's got good days, and it's... Mostly bad days, but I can't um, keep up with Twitter. I can't do yeah, it. Right, but the Instagram and the, and the Facebook's pretty pretty genuine. Um, yeah, you find us on there. Sweet, you find us anywhere. Sweet. Well, dude, thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, I, I I feel like I, I shot my shot. Um, I'm glad you responded. Um, yeah, I'm glad to have done it. Yeah, so thank you so much for taking the time. Um, thank you for reminding me, though, because, man, I had blacked out about this. So when you messaged me, I was like, oh, yeah, but I was, like, <laughs> driving going, oh, shit. Yeah, well, it was one of those things. It's like, you know, it was, like, two weeks ago we set this up. I'm like, yeah. I'll shoot a reminder just in case. Yeah, yeah. I've been stood up before. It's okay. I'm sure it happens. I mean, it's happened to us. We've showed oh. up to a door was locked because they forgot there was a show that day. Yeah. So We've had it happen. I wasn't doing anything tonight except I just started the new Lord of the Rings series. I've, I've been on tour, so I've been able to watch TV, and I'm like on episode two, fired up right now. There you go. We'll get back to it. Second we get off here, I'm going to take a break and have a cookie. Uh, that vegan cookie, I see them on the counter over there. And then I'm going to hopefully crack through the rest of these episodes. I think there's only four so far. But man, big fantasy head over here. All right, big, yeah. Big fantasy guy. So gotcha. don't ever get See, very rare that we get ever fantasy movies or TV. There's no budget for it. Nobody yeah. wants. It. So whenever we get it, man, I'm fired up. So 
I'll let you get to it. Cheers. John, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, brother. All right, buddy. Thanks. Peace. See ya. Mom.